Welcome to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast, where it's all about getting real around all things coaching. And what we know for sure is that what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one's really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. Hey, as we are rolling across this month of May, Karen Sullivan, I need to do two announcements before we get going. And that is that everybody who is listening to this is invited to our free Zoom workshop, which we have on May 13th at noon Eastern time. And it's going to be all about kickstarting your interpersonal relationships. So you definitely want to be there. Plus, we have a free inner circle call for anybody who wants to come. It is going to be on May 24th at 2 o'clock Eastern time as well. And you can look at the description of this episode of the podcast to find your um, links to get signed up. Do it. Those were my announcements. There you go. I felt like, you know, you were back in high school with the ding, ding, ding kind of announcements happening. I love it. So we're continuing on our talk about interpersonal relationships. And one of the things that Karen and I get asked all the time is, what is it like to work together and be married? And so we thought we would go ahead and talk a little bit about some of the interpersonal dynamics that we've had to navigate. So um, Karen and I will have been married, it'll be in September, seven years. And we have had our... It is um, going to be on a um, Sunday this year. And um, <laughs> I'm so bad at dates. So here's a little interpersonal relationship tip. Accept your partner for who they are. <laughs> don't, get, don't, make, don't make things up if they don't remember a date. Right? Don't put meaning behind th- these kinds of things. They're not important. What's important is the love and the connection and the fact that they even remembered they're married, right? So, so yes, it's in September. It's around the 26th-ish. And, um, and, and we will have been married for seven years. So, obviously, we were together before then. And we've had our Kickstart Your Edge business from pretty much the moment we got together, right? So, it's been a few different forms and gone a couple different places, but we started doing our own uh, programs together, I would say in 2013. So we've been at this for a long time and it's interesting, right? Because luckily we like each other and that's like super important because we spend a lot of time together and we are even talking, not including the pandemic. We have been together, uh, doing the day in the day out for quite a long time. So Kara, let's talk a little bit about what do we think it is that makes it work? Well, I think there's a bunch of things, Jen. I think that we both allow each other to be who we are, right? Like you just said, we don't try to change each other. We know each other's quirks. We know each other's, you know, strengths. We know what works and we know what doesn't work. And It's interesting because in the beginning, we're both used to, um, we're both used to having our own company, right? We're both used to, because we did, we, we had our own companies. And not only that, we're both used to kind of being in front of a classroom 
and being, you know, the person that does the most talking, right? The, the person that's pretty much just, okay, this is, this is the way it kind of goes. And when we got together, those two things, um, we, we, we had to do a couple of things, right? We had to understand how each other worked. And we also had to kind of ebb and flow in a way that, um, that took a little bit of work. And, and I think that the big part about that is that by being able to pull in our own emotional intelligence skills, right, and be able to use emotional intelligence, it allowed us to really navigate that a whole lot better. Because the thing is, is it's great, right? Because we were really able, and we still are, we can read each other emotions, right? And, and, and we can see things, we can feel things, we know things. And we, we actually can understand and express our own emotions. Jen probably expresses them a little better than me, and I'm still working on that. But, but I think that, that it's the awareness around so much of this, which, which makes us so successful in what we do, because we know what works. You know, when you're bringing that up, care about us owning our own stuff and then coming together is that one of the emotional intelligence subscales besides interpersonal relationships, which we're talking about, is the subscale of independence. And independence um, is basically being self-directed in your thinking, feeling, and actions and to go alone it would need it when needed. And while uh, we both love collaboration, we're pretty freaking independent people. I mean, we definitely know our thoughts, own our thoughts, know our actions. We, you know, I I will say it's one of the things I absolutely love the most about both of us is how independent we are. And when we come together, we can still be independent yet together, if that makes sense. Yeah. and, And I think it goes back to what, you know, a little bit what I was saying earlier, right? Because we're not trying to change each other. Like you yeah. do your thing, I do my thing, right? You are going to do things a certain way and I'm going to do things a certain way. And, and that's okay because that's what makes this relationship work in and out of work. So let's talk a little bit about things we did have to learn along the way when it comes to working together. I think, you know, we've been sending out lots of emails, sharing different stories and stuff about some personal stuff. But from a working together, I think to me, one of my biggest learnings is when I ask you a question, I need to shut up. Right. So what I mean by that is I ask the question and then zip the lip is what needs to happen. Because when I ask the question, I would often follow it with a lot of ideas of popcorning out, different thoughts, different perspectives, and maybe we could do this. And what do you think about this? And you're like, too much noise. I can't even think. And so part of what I've learned to do is I ask a question for a reason, right? I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know your perspective. I'm curious about what's going on. The moment I would not be quiet to give you time to think, I didn't get that full value of that, right? And we had to really talk and understand the what we needed in the moment. Since I'm such an out loud processor, you're such an internal processor, 
what we do now is I ask the question and then I just start writing like crazy. So Karen can think and then I can go ahead and jot down my notes and not lose them. I would say that was a big game changer for us. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too, because just what you said, and it's funny because how you just said, you ask a question and then you start writing things down. For me, you would ask a question and then I would start thinking a whole bunch of things and you would talk a whole bunch of things. And by the time you got to the end of what you were saying, I completely forgot all the things that I was going to say because all the ideas went, you know, so many different ways. And I'm like, um, I, I got nothing. So the way that this became really effective was just like you said, to un- just understanding each other that we, we think so different. And I mean, and that's one of the really cool things, right? I, you know, I need, I need quiet to think and you popcorn ideas like friggin' like they they are like they're popcorn. They go get shooting out there. So I think that was a really, really big, big thing to, for us to learn. Yeah. And it was just talking about it, right? To sort of say, because uh, I could feel Karen was getting a little frustrated, right? Without having some some space. And, but then it's just to say, hey, what's going on for you right now? You know, or what are you thinking? Or what would be more helpful in these kinds of situations? Or, you know, I realize I don't really, I ask a question and I don't shut up. How does that affect you, right? So those are the kinds of things that are important to be able to do is just to have the conversation. I'm not wrong for continuing to talk, right? Karen's not wrong for wanting more space, but it is about what's the intention of what we're trying to do. And then how do we both get set up for success? That was such a big, that's such a big game changer. You know, what's funny too, Jen, and, and, you know, you guys, you guys will notice it in, in the classes that you attend with us. Jen does a lot more of the talking. And it's funny because there's, you know, there's this stream of consciousness goes and, and there's so many amazing ideas. And then there's different times when, you know, especially on Zoom, it's funny because this is another thing that we get to how we figured out how we're going to work together when we're in person. You know, I would kind of step up a little bit and Jen would know I had something to say. And now when we're on Zoom, you know, I will type her a message that's like, I got something to say. So, you know, or, you know, I'll, 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 she'll see something on a Zoom screen that knows that I have something to say. But it's really important because, um, because it's just part of getting to know how the other person works. And, and the thing is, too, is, is that for us, we understand ourselves and we understand each other. And, and that's key. And I think that that's really, you know, if you take a look at that definition of the mutually satisfying, I think we do that pretty well. I think so, too. So that's just one one example of the many that we have navigated through the working together. Um, I think the other one, and we'll just do this real quick and then and then we're going to have to wrap it for today. But I think the other one also was, you know, one of the things that Karen and I really bring into our coaching is Clifton Strengths, right? And there's, it's the Strength Finders. And it's about understanding the way, uh, what are people's talents and the strengths and the way they approach. And there's 34 to be able to um, have. And then it's a great assessment to kind of rank things. But it basically goes into four categories. Your talents will lie in four major groups. And we have strategy, 
we have influencing, we have relationships, and we have execution, right? And so it's interesting. So I'll share mine and then Karen, you share yours, is that my majority falls in the strategy bucket, right? In fact, my number one is actually strategy. And for me, my number one is self-assurance, not strategy. I have no strategy. And where does self-assurance fit into the buckets? It's in influencing, right? So command and self-assurance, they're my top, right? And right there, they're in the influencing categories. So that's, that's my top thing. So the interesting thing is, is that I love strategy, right? And so, um, and Karen loves relationships and influencing. And so I always, when we first started working together, it was like, okay, let's get super strategic together, right? And let's think this through and figure this out. And I love brainstorming and coming up with the ideas around it. And Karen's areas and talents were not in that particular bucket. And I would get frustrated because she wouldn't play in the strategic arena like I wanted her to. And she get frustrated because I would only want to talk strategy with her, right? So we were both in this space of wanting to help the business go forward. But what we were asking from one another wasn't going to help us do that. So when we figured out what our strengths were, we're like, aha, this makes totally sense. And based on that, here's what I'm going to focus on. Here's what Karen's going to go focus on. She's going to go rock this. I'm going to go rock this. I'll bring Karen in to say, here's what I'm thinking. Does that seem in line? And vice versa, Jen, here's what I'm thinking. Does this seem in line? And that was a huge game changer. When we didn't have to be everything to each other when it came to the business, but instead we divided and conquered based on our strengths, that was a huge, a huge uh, realignment that we had to be able to maximize who we are as individuals and makes for a better relationship. And Jen, you know it too, it makes for a really good team because if you think about it, right, you need components in each of the four, in each of the four areas, right? You need influencing, you need executing, you need strategy and you need relationships. And between the two of us, I mean, we're a little bit low, I think, on the executing area, but for the most part, we have the rest covered really well. I know it is kind of funny because we get so much shit done, but not to have anything show up in executing is just surprising, right? <laughs> so the key, the key thing is just really about with your relationships, understanding who people are as individuals, not trying to get them to change, but instead working with them to say, how can we make this better? Could it be our relationship better or our business better? Or what do we need it to be? But our number one goal in life is to be engaged and fully in, 100% in. And so a lot of times, you know, a lot of times that's about tweaking and redefining and making sure that we're both um, still getting to be who we are as we navigate this crazy world. So on that note, Kara, I think it's a wrap for this episode. And um, I always love when we have these kinds of conversations. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye. 
Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Coaching Edge podcast. Craving more in-depth discussions? Check out the Get Real Inner Circle with our no BS in-crowd of coaches. Join live coaching discussions, breakdowns of coaching calls, and have some fun while you're at it. You're going to want to go to kickstartyouredge.com backslash inner circle. It's time to get real. Get real.